Well, hello, hello, good evening, happy Friday, and welcome to Encourage Me Podcast. I am your host, Susan Thomas, and it has been an amazing week thus far. And I pray that your week was truly blessed and that all is well. I'm always excited to come to another podcast in order to share with you what's on my heart. How many of you know that there are so many things going on right now in the world that if you're not grounded and if you're not strong in God, standing on his word, the very cares of this world can begin to weigh on you and cause you to shift your way of thinking and believing. But listen, the mere fact that you are still breathing and moving and living, that alone is amazing. And for that alone, I am grateful. It's just a little things for me. It doesn't have to take a whole lot to be grateful, to be happy, and to have joy. And that's why the Bible reminds us that we have to set our affections on things above and not on things of this earth. For we are dead and our life is hid in Christ with God. If you focus on negative things, then guess what? you'll begin to speak negative things. And those negative things can trickle down into your emotions and actions. And if you fail to break that spirit of negativity from your mind, you will begin a cycle and pattern of negative thinking and negative speaking that can eventually shape into a negative reality. And that negative reality will speak everything opposite of what God is saying to be so. It's all stemmed from the battle of the mind. But did you know that negative thoughts can create negative patterns and negative patterns can cause us to gravitate towards negative people? So my question to you is, how is your thought life? Do you guard the gates of your mind or do you allow every and anything to cross contaminate it? Well, tonight I'm going to speak on the subject, guard your thought life. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. So have you ever been around a person that all they do is worry and all they do is complain? It's like that person thrives on worrying and and always anticipates something going wrong. Very pessimistic, never seeing the brighter side of things. They complain about everything and anything. They lack confidence. They're always gloomy and always saying something negative. And if you're not careful, they will use you as their dumping ground and deplete you of all of your virtue. When you're around a lot of negative people, or if negative people are always around you, that could be the fastest way to ruin a good mood, right? And bring your spirit all the way down to the ground. 
But when you're able to identify those toxic behaviors from those around you, it's then up to you to shift your circle. It's up to you to set some healthy boundaries in order to shield your thought life. Or perhaps you find yourself to be the victim of this toxic behavior. And if that's you, well, it's time to break this cycle of negative thinking. So did you know that your mind is the first place that the enemy will attack? Because if he can get you to think about a thing long enough, that negative thing can materialize into negative language. But you'll only speak it when you agree with it. You speak it because you believe it and agree with it. And when you believe it and agree with it, then you'll begin to operate according to what you believe. So that negative thought will soon become a negative language that will result in negative behavior unless you intercept it and cast it down. Romans 10:17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, that lets me know that what you allow in your ear can either build you or break you. It could either empower you or deplete you. It can either be building you up or tearing you down. And one thing we must realize is that if you allow the enemy to gain territory over your mind and over your thoughts, and you lack the spiritual discernment to even know the devil's devices that he's using against you, he will always be the ruler of your thought life. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, and I'm paraphrasing, that we have to take dominion over our thought life and shut the gates to every negative thought that will try to infiltrate your mind against what God is saying. And we have to cast down every imagination and everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And we must bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The Bible says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, the world is trying to get many to conform, trying to get us to speak a certain way and to believe a certain way and to operate a certain way. And some things are contrary to the will of God and contrary to the word of God. And so that is why it's so vital that we keep the word of God in our ear, in our hearts, in our minds to drown out every voice that will speak opposite of what God is saying, of what God's word is saying, and to keep our thoughts and our minds pure. Because what happens is when the enemy releases a negative thought and you begin to harbor those thoughts, dwell on those thoughts, what happens is you begin to reason with those thoughts and eventually those thoughts will become a part of your thought life. Why? Because you did not cast it down 
as soon as it presented itself at the gate of your mind. You allowed it to linger too long. And anything you allow to linger too long, you come into covenant with it. Because you agreed with it. It became established in your life and in your thoughts. And now it's a part of your negative thought pattern and lifestyle and behavior. And that's why as soon as you identify those negative thoughts, you have to cast it down at the gate of your mind. And one thing about the Holy Spirit, he has a way of letting you know when he is grieved especially when you fail to be the gatekeeper of your thought life. We must constantly be aware of every thought and imagination that enters your mind. So how do we break the cycle of negative thinking? Once you identify those negative thoughts, we must then make a decision to come into agreement with God's word. You have to cast those thoughts down first, but then we have to come into agreement with the word of God. Come into agreement with what God is saying through his word, not coming into agreement with what your mind is saying. Renew your mind by coming into agreement with God's word, the word of God that brings life, the word of God that purifies, renews, transforms, and will cause you to have the mind of Christ. How many of you know that when you have God's word and when you know God's word, it's easier to identify everything that's against God's word? And let's be honest, not everything is always the enemy either. Because we have to be the doorkeeper of our mind. The scripture says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a well-balanced mind, a disciplined mind. So another way of breaking the cycle of negative thinking in Philippians 4 and 8, it says that we have to always think about things that are pure, things that are noble, right, lovely, excellent, of of a praise or praiseworthy. Think on those things. Shift your thinking. Alter your thinking. Be the doorkeeper of your mind. Think about things that are going to make you stronger, to uplift you, to encourage you. Things that are pure, things that are true. Think of the word. Meditate on his word. As you meditate on his word, it will purify your mind. And your mind will become more the mind of Christ. Well, that's my thought for you tonight. And I pray that what was said encouraged you, shifted you, and ignited a fire within you to take dominion over your thought life. Well, until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye.